This is the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp, available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast, also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Zoom meeting etiquette. So by now, everybody has been on their fair share of Zoom meetings um, daily, daily, daily. Now we have a Zoom uh, burnout, quite frankly, right? Everybody wants to have video meetings. Everybody wants to do um, do those meetings. And, you know, it, it takes a lot of toll, honestly. Um, I'm not sure a lot of times they're needed, that we really, truly, honestly uh, need a video meeting. Um, you know, is that really always necessary? Uh, I'm not sure um, that's the case. Uh, so today, if you're watching the live stream of this podcast on any of the channels, or if you're going to YouTube to watch it later on, just to make a point here, this is audio only. Of course, you have heard me say that before. On Twitter, I'm a big fan of audio only, have seen much, much more success, honestly than just looking at um, looking at the faces uh, of people talking. Talking head videos are honest, honestly not that engaging. I mean, I've really, I've, it's not that engaging most of the time. So something to think about. On LinkedIn, when you're watching, uh, I am using Switcher Studio. Uh, very, very thankful to the team at Switcher Studio for letting me be part of um, uh, their crew. To, to use the tool. If you want to check it out, it's uh, 10% off if you use TRAP at checkout for the rest of the year, 2020, I believe. Um, but on LinkedIn, typically what I do is I go live with myself talking and also with the guest talking on camera. And so I thought, well, is that really, really necessary? Why, why does it need to be true video? Can it just be um, some graphic up on the screen and me talking. So it's really just a live stream of a podcast if you think about it. So I'm doing that today. And really when you look on LinkedIn, and if you're watching on LinkedIn, thank you very much. Um, if you're listening to the podcast later, I'm just live streaming. I got the agenda on the right. So Switcher has uh, graphics that you can use. And we'll dive into the topic here in a second. On the left, I just have the logo of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Um, and then below that, it has my LinkedIn profile and my name. So there you go. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to share. Uh, LinkedIn, it's a little harder to see um, because I'm already using all my devices. On Twitter, a little easier to see because that's right here on the screen. Um, so please keep that in mind. And always, if you have any questions later, feel free to email ctrap at gmail.com. So let's dive in here. Zoom meetings. Zoom meetings are necessary, obviously, as teams are more and more distributed, as more and more people are continuing to work at home. And, you know, honestly, I don't know why some teams need to work in offices anyways. One of the advantages I've seen when it comes to working at home, you really can focus your time. You can get stuff done quicker. You can think, you know, especially, uh, I'm, believe it or not, I'm, I'm more of an introvert than extrovert, honestly. Um, I don't 
draw on the energy when there is a bunch of people around. Um, um, Nia Nabil, thanks for joining on Periscope. We suffer Zoom exhaustion, exhaustion nowadays. Um, um, Nia also is going to be on the Business Storytelling Podcast, a few episodes down the road here, talking about certifications. So make sure you subscribe and uh, listen to that episode when it comes out. It's already recorded, already in the can. Uh, and it's it's coming up in the next 10, 10 to 15 episodes here. Uh, on Twitter, you can find her as, uh, if you search for uh, Omnia Nabil or The Storyteller, um, fantastic content that she shares. And it was really a good discussion. Uh, Do you need help with digital marketing for your small to medium-sized business? Reach out now and drop us a message at ctrap at gmail.com. So when it comes to Zoom meetings, though, some teams truly, honestly, can work distributed. There's no reason they need to sit in the office. Like right now, like I'm doing two live streams. I'm recording an episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast in my office at home. Why do I have to go anywhere to do this? Internet is working. Um, everything is working, right? I almost said lighting is fine, but we're not even doing live video today So um, because I didn't shave. No, but honestly, because I wanted to uh, see how this works, you know, why do we need talking heads? I'm not a big fan of talking heads, honestly. Um, so the thing to think about when we have Zoom meetings, first of all, think of a Zoom meeting when you join. And I really honestly don't have very many pet peeves, but this might be a pet peeve. When, when you join a Zoom meeting, that's a team meeting or that's a meeting with a handful of people. In my opinion, what you should do is you come on and say, good morning, it's Christoph. Hello, it's John. Hello, it's Sarah, whatever. If there's more than one Sarah, say the last name. Hello, Sarah Johnson, Johnson, whatever. And you announce yourself. Now, when there is a gazillion people on a meeting, Sometimes that's not necessarily necessary, right? Because there's too many people. Like if you're, like a school district has um, a meeting with all their teachers and they got 1,200 teachers or something, do we want everybody to announce themselves? Absolutely not. But if it's like 10 people or less, absolutely yes. Um, you know, and I know you can see who is on and, and whatnot. Um, but when you have these smaller group settings, really, really important in my opinion, it's like common courtesy, right? Like who goes into a meeting in real life offline and just walks in and doesn't wave or doesn't say hello or whatever, you know, or uh, remember the times when we shook hands with each other? I, honestly, I'm a germaphobe too. And I hope the handshaking thing will never return. Not a big fan, never have been. Like I go to a client meeting, there's 15 people that want to shake my hand. And then, you know, it's kind of rude to go to the bathroom right away and wash your hands, at, at least pre-COVID. Uh, so that's one thing I hope doesn't return, quite frankly. But um, think about what's the virtual handshake. How do you uh, greet people? Then, of course, there are different types of meetings. So if you have the 1,200-person meeting or whatever it might be, uh, you know, maybe there's not much discussion. And here's the other thing when it comes to meetings. Pre-COVID, 
I worked at home. And, and there was not that many meetings where everybody had to be on video, ever. That's, I think that's a COVID-induced thing where people, now all these meetings, now everybody has to be on video. And when you have 96 people on camera, they're little boxes. What's the point? Who cares if you can see them? You guys let me know in the comments or email me, ctrap at gmail.com. Would this show be any better if, if I was on camera and you could see my bald face? Omnia on Twitter comments, yes, I always had conference calls. I've been working from home for five years. And Omnia, question for you, have you... But they're never video, right? I mean, hardly ever. I mean, I think the video thing is a new thing that's a COVID-induced, and everybody is now doing video. But think about it this way. Never video. Exactly, my friend. I'm with you. So the video thing is new. And so think about it this way. Would this show be any better if you could see me? I would argue no. In fact, I look like crap, and I don't really care about my appearance most of the time, honestly. But would it be any better if you could see me? No. Would it be any better if you can see 96 people on the screen? No. Absolutely not. When you have three people or you have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, maybe so, maybe, but not always. It's not always true necessarily, right? So just something to think about. Do we always need to see the faces um, of people? Probably not. Um, the other problem when everybody's on video is that they're all looking at the wrong place anyways. So for example, the, I'm on the iPad, on Switcher, <coughs> on LinkedIn, which also records the video for YouTube, which also records the audio stream for the podcast. The podcast, of course, guys, is available everywhere. The Business Storytelling Podcast. This one, we're just going to turn around and get it published as soon as we're done here. So you don't have to wait for it um, if you want to listen to it. Business Storytelling Podcast. You can also tell Siri or Alexa to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast. And um, the camera is actually on the left. So the, the iPad is horizontal and the camera is on the left. But I don't want to look at the left. I want to look at the screen, right? Because I am on the screen. And the problem with that is that that looks terrible to people. On the other end, are you looking at this? Are you looking at me? No, you're not. You're looking at yourself. It's like you're looking in the mirror. And so that's something to think about, right? When, when you do that, uh, it is different. The other thing to think about is how do you carry when it comes to your Zoom meeting? So this is where we really truly jump into the discussion. And, you know, it's debatable what we can talk about here, discussion or agenda first. But when you have a discussion, you have to project differently. So back in the day when all of us were traveling, sometimes people were on conference calls and they would project. They talk much louder than they talk in real life. And so other people were complaining, right? Oh, why are they being so loud on a plane or whatever? Like when you're taxiing, you know, I've done that before too. Because first of all, you can't hear yourself. You know, like I'm, I'm standing here and I got headphones on and recording on two devices. I actually can't hear myself how loud I am. And my family upstairs, they, they might hear me and they say, oh, you were so loud. And you know, maybe I was, 
And same thing happens. But the reason that also happens is because you truly, honestly have to project differently. You have to pronounce. You can't just go, all the verbal cues go away. And here's the other thing. Even when you're on video, the verbal cues go away because it's actually much harder to read people on camera than it is to read them in person, especially when they're not looking at the camera. So something to think about. The other thing is when it comes to discussion, you really have to let people, give people an opportunity to participate. Um, don't just talk. And I know some leaders, it's really, really hard for them to just shut up sometimes or ask a question. And here's my opinion. You know, every time um, I lead a team or, or uh, a project, I don't know everything, even when it's my total area of expertise. Things change all the time. So I'd like other people to honestly prove me wrong. That doesn't mean I can't give an opinion. That doesn't mean I can't say, this is what I think it is. But prove me wrong. What's the right way to do it? And that's collaboration. And there's no reason we can't do that together. Online, it's a little bit harder. And I actually think when you have video off and you're just talking, it's a little bit easier because you hear people starting to talk and it's a, I just think it's easier. So just something to think about, but make sure everybody can get a word in. If you feel like you can't get a word in and you actually are interested in collaboration, just speak up and don't wait until the end. So just something to think about. An agenda is important. I would share that ahead of time. What's the purpose of this meeting? I'm pretty sure I've written about that over on AuthenticStorytelling.net. And make sure you tell people what the meeting is about. Um, there's like the level 10 meeting uh, type. That's something you could consider. And what you do in there is basically um, people submit topics that need to be talked about. And then everybody votes on them by importance, and then the ones that have the most votes get talked about first. Um, and, and what I actually like about that is because like in the old model of leadership, leaders brought the agendas, right? This is what we're gonna talk about. But who says the leaders have all the topics that need to be discussed? It's kind of silly if you think about it. So in this model, you can, you can um, everybody can bring topics that should be talked about um, and, you know, sometimes topics come to come up that leadership didn't know anything about. Um, so of course you do need a collaborative environment for that. I would recommend using like a Google doc or something like that. So you can think about it. Um, but then put the agenda together, you know, from this time to this time, we're talking about this from this time to this time, we're talking about this. And sometimes you have to referee people back to stay on topic. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting to me why that actually happens, um, but it does happen. And you know, people get off topic. People have their own agendas, and they just start talking and talking and talking about something totally unrelated. It's super annoying to some of the rest of us, and especially now where we're doing more of these Zoom meetings and virtual meetings or WebEx, whatever you want to use. I haven't used WebEx maybe in forever, but Zoom, uh, GoToMeeting. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Google now has rolled out their uh, meeting 
platform. It's like it's directly integrated, maybe not rolled out, but integrated it with Gmail. So directly in my app, I can schedule a meeting. So it's uh, almost easier than Zoom if you're on mobile or if you're using G, G Suite or uh, Google Suite or whatever it's called. So, but, um, you know, it, it is more important that we collaborate and especially when we do the Zoom meetings because when people go off, off topic, you know what happens? People start multitasking and they don't pay attention. And I know some teams that I've worked with, they have a rule. If you're on a meeting and somebody is not necessarily involved in the discussion and you call on them, you, you say their name first before you ask them the question. So they start paying attention and you never say, hey, Christoph, what do you think about that? Uh, and if Christoph wasn't paying attention because that person was all over the place and not very engaging, uh, Christoph is now the bad guy. So something to think about, uh, you know, yes, sometimes it's the fault of the person not paying attention, but sometimes it's just when people's point sucks or it's unengaging or it's off topic, you, you know, it's hard to pay attention. I mean, think about the show, guys. Like some of you are tuning in, they're tuning out, the numbers keep going up and down and up and down. So like people are not required to pay attention to stuff that's boring, right? So yes, 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 hard news for the bosses. I know we want people to listen, but if we want people to listen, we have to make it more engaging. So just something to remember, make it fun. Uh, another thing really quickly uh, when it comes to that, I'm always a big fan of uh, like on Fridays, you know, share what happened that's good in the week. And why not share some wins? Why not share some successes, especially when you recognize them of other people? Uh, that's that's one thing to think about. But an agenda is important. And the other day I tweeted kind of a snarky Twitter thread on 10 o'clock, the meeting starts, 10.01, Joe shows up and is late, says, sorry, I'm late. Uh, 10.02, the meeting leader um, has a problem with the screen. 10.03, somebody else shows up late. 10.04, the meeting leader repeats everything they said because of the latecomers. Uh, 10.05, Nancy shows up late and so forth. And they don't even start the meeting until 10.10 or whatever. Um, another version of that actually that I saw on LinkedIn, I don't remember who shared it, but they said virtually every Zoom meeting, the first 10 minutes, people figure out the technology and we'll get to that in a minute. And then the next 10 minutes, they talk about why they are having a meeting. And then the next 20 minutes, they talk about whatever the meeting is about. Sometimes, sometimes they, you know, go on tangents. Very, very similar to what I just talked about and, and very true. Unfortunately, in many cases, there's no reason that that has to, um, that that has to be that way, honestly. Um, no reason at all. So something to think about, um, how do you, um, how do you have that agenda uh, ready to go so people can uh, people know what, what they're expected to talk about? And it's not just, you know, we're meeting to meet. Uh, we're meeting because uh, we have an agenda and we know what we want to talk about. Uh, and sometimes I think that does uh, that sound that's easier said than done, unfortunately. So, just something to think about. When it comes to technology, test your stupid technology. Seriously. 
if you show up at 10 o'clock for a 10 o'clock meeting and there's something wrong or you haven't downloaded Zoom or whatever, I don't care what the reason is and it doesn't work, that's what happens. That's when you will be late. Now, I don't think you necessarily have to be five minutes early, but the one thing I noticed is like my wife, when she started working at home, she was early for Zoom meetings, like five minutes, like sometimes 10 minutes. And coming from the corporate world, I, I thought, wow, that's kind, of, that's kind of a unique approach. I don't see that too often where people show up early. And you know, if you think about it, you, you probably don't either. Um, and then people are late and then it takes time. And then the meeting is delayed because, you know, what, uh, because it's not working. You can't log in or something happens or whatever. And then people get frustrated and then it's everybody else's fault except theirs. So show up early, test your technology, test it before the meeting, test it the day you're invited. So LinkedIn, uh, not LinkedIn, Zoom, what's interesting, Zoom, when I schedule a Zoom meeting and I um, invite people, and if they show up before I do, Zoom sends me an invite, uh, sends me an email, right? When when people show up before I show up, and so what's interesting about that is, especially so I've been using Zoom probably since about 2015, and especially early on, when people hadn't used Zoom, I would see them tested before I um, before the meeting like the day before so I see that they're showing up but they're not really there they're just making sure they know how to do it and why not why not do that makes total sense right so <clears throat> something to think about make sure the technology works now when you use uh, when I invite you on my podcast as a guest and if you have any guest recommendations again send me an email drop me an email let's talk about it let's see if somebody should come on uh, on LinkedIn, you see my Twitter profile, drop me a note at ctrap on Twitter. <clears throat> but I sent them a link to either record via Anchor or via Switcher Studio. So Switcher I usually do for video and if we go live on LinkedIn and Anchor is really for my podcast, the audio version. And no matter what we use, they don't actually have to download anything. All they do is they, down, they, they click the link and it opens in their browser. So they don't have to download Switcher, they don't have to sign up for an account, they don't have to download Anchor. That's new actually. Uh, when I first started having guests on, I still remember the show with Joe Polizzi who's been on the show twice now. Make sure you listen to that, those shows. One is about um, if, whether or not brands should do print publications. I do think they, they should consider it. I just saw one the other day, a magazine, uh, Zero, Zero, it's like an accounting software. They have a magazine. That's a great way to get in front of people and share your knowledge. And there's an article on AuthenticStorytelling.net where, uh, where I share that podcast. And you can search for it, of course, on Apple, Google, blah, 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 Pandora. And, but the first time we did a show, it was about his new book, The Will to Die. And basically... At that time, he had to download the app. He couldn't record from desktop. He couldn't, you know, it was just like, it was earlier in the, the uh, development of that app. So it was diff more difficult. So I actually think more and more tools will move to that model where if I invite you, 
you don't have to do much other than click the link and it's very very user friendly so but no matter what your team leader your host your moderator whatever is using make sure that it works and if it doesn't work don't complain about it and blame everybody else don't blame technology technology is not perfect neither are we um, so but you know just something to think about at the end of the meeting there needs to be a wrap and I would highly recommend to talk about how what are the next steps repeat them are we in agreement are we not in agreement silence does not equal agreement just saying if everybody doesn't say anything that's not agreement right that's disagreement usually people have to verbally agree now I get it when you have 100 people on the call that doesn't necessarily work but if you have a 10 person team meeting you have to get verbal agreement to get actual agreement when you leave your team meeting say okay great meeting guys have a good rest of the day then everybody says bye it's very actually very interesting to me that I have to share this tip on a podcast but I see it happen all the time like honestly like people just leave it's like hanging up like are we done okay oh they left like would you just leave a meeting and get up don't say anything like seriously great meeting guys great meeting team here are the next steps okay got it Christoph okay got it uh, Joe got it um, Rose whatever you know uh, yep got it makes sense I'm working on it blah 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 okay bye awesome have a good one very very common that that doesn't happen but just treat it like a regular meeting regular conversation all right well hey that's all I have on zoom etiquette why not follow some of these tips and tricks to make your meetings better and collaborate better as a team and be more successful together thanks for listening um, I'll try to check in on the LinkedIn comments in a minute here sometimes they're hard to see but unfortunately I didn't have any uh, I don't have any more devices to look at them at the same time and they don't feed into switcher studio quite yet uh, if you have any thoughts on the live stream without video let me know I'm, I'm happy to hear your thoughts I'm kind of interested to see what you think uh, also how was the audio you know those kind of things um, if you're listening on LinkedIn uh, always feel free to check out the uh, the business storytelling podcast and all the other channels authenticstorytelling.net is the blog and if you need any help with marketing content strategy those kind of things feel free to reach out I'm here to help I'm here to collaborate um, and hope that everybody is staying safe and healthy uh, lots of things going on currently in the nation and the world with the coronavirus pandemic and uh, you know didn't mention that earlier uh, you know even here in Iowa we had an inland hurricane come through Derrico uh, or something like that is what it's officially called 110 mile an hour winds lots of devastation um, you know we had damage at our house we're rather fortunate the amount of damage but um, certainly 2020 I, I just published this picture on Instagram and I submitted a t-shirt on Amazon it hasn't been approved quite yet and basically it just says 2020 one star um, terrible customer service all year nonstop wouldn't recommend 
and that's really what 2020 has been like. So let's push forward, guys. Let's uh, be successful. Let's try to stay relevant and uh, you know, do what we can, control what we can and go from there. And one thing we can't control is to have better meetings. It's, it's in everybody's control to, to get there, to do that and you know, collaborate better. Even when we're not in the same place, it works. I'm Christoph Trapp, your host, and of course, as always, author of Content Performance Culture, contentperformance.online if you wanna check it out. Thanks for listening, wherever you're listening. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time and, and finding value uh, in, in all these shows. Until next time. Move your content from happening to performing. That's what everybody wants nowadays in content and content marketing and marketing and all those related fields. Check out my new book, Content Performance Culture, the number one new release in the public relations category on Amazon.com when it came out. I hope you take a look. It's available as paperback and Kindle worldwide.